What is good, good people? You are now listening to another episode of Since We Last Spoke with Danny Foxworth. I am your humble narrator, Danny Foxworth. And once again, I mean, look, this they're back for the third time. You know them. You love them. These are my parents, Myron and Ronnie Foxworth. How are y'all doing this evening? We're good. We're good. Good. So the reason why I had y'all on is basically to uh, make up for lost time. So we'll make up for a lost segment, so to speak. So. I have both of y'all on twice, and both times I failed to do the five question segment with y'all because it just we were just having such a great rapport. I didn't want to didn't want to really uh, ruin it, so to speak. So I brought y'all back on to uh, well, we're doing a little more than five questions this time just to make up to the crowd. But first and foremost, we uh, drove back from we had a, a great Thanksgiving. That my sister is up in Memphis, and we all hung out and ate ourselves silly. And then we drove back from Memphis to Charleston. And on our way there, we stopped at a Bucky's in Leeds, Alabama, was because I wanted to stop there. And then I wanted to get my parents to get the one of my parents to get the full experience. So how was how was Bucky's for y'all? I want to hear y'all's uh, account of the experience. So when you said Bucky's, I remembered seeing um, your Instagram post of when you went to the one, I think, in Florence. Mm-hmm. But when you said it had 100 and whatever, 40 pumps. 120. I just, 120. I was like, I can't even imagine this. So, you know, when when we got off the interstate and we came around the corner and I saw literally all of those pumps there, I'm thinking, Oh my God. Like, first of all, <laughs> how do you even like slide into the right spot? And so that was my first thinking. And then I realized that there was a whole other focus. Like there was a, a whole store there, you know? Um, and so then I got really curious. I was like, okay, well, what? I mean, these people are just going in and out like ants. So what's, what's making them go in there? And when we walked in, I was not prepared for the mass of people, the overload of senses. Like, I felt like I was at a Pentecostal church for the first time. (laughs) I didn't know what to do with my head. I was just looking around and I was like, oh, that's cute. I want to buy that. And then I was like, oh, I got to find the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? And then I was like, oh, I want some brisket. That smells really good. It It was just overwhelming for me. And the fact that there were so many people in there. That was crazy. It's like it's a store, a restaurant, and they sell gas. And the amount of pumps on the outside, there was like a wide driveway between the two sections of gas pumps. So when I got on the inside, my mouth, I kept kept it closed, but my mouth wanted to, you know, just open up. God almighty, what is going on inside of this building? Yeah. And that pulled pork sandwich, I could not believe something could taste like that coming out of a wrap sandwich. You know what I mean? But th- yeah. that meat was phenomenal. <laughs> it, 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 it like it, it tasted like it just came freshly off a grill. Yeah. That got me. The, yeah, the, pork, I mean- sold, the pork sold him. Yeah, I mean, because they slow cook it and then they chop it right there in the store. So, man, yeah, I'm I need glad, to see if they have a website. 
it was so much going on. I, I couldn't even find the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you got a uh, fully immersed in the Bucky's experience. <laughs> I could not believe it. <laughs> so now we're going to get into the, uh, well, more than five question segment, I should say. And well, I would say the first and last question are the same question I ask every guest and two through four are going to be random, but it's more than five questions. So we're just going to go ahead and get into it. And okay. these questions are going to be for both of y'all. So what were y'all's go-to school lunch items? It was cornbread. And believe it or not, I used to love the prunes because of the kids didn't like them. So I got a chance to eat an abundance of them. You know, I can remember those two items that I would get more of. I like the cornbread so much I would go back. I would go back to the um to the area and ask for another another slice. They wouldn't fuss, but they would give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you have any bad My school lunch was I was gonna bad. ask Dad, did he have any side effects with eating so much prunes? No. How about well, you got like they would on, they would only put like three on the plate? So I might get like six extra ones. So it was only about like nine. Okay. You, <laughs> you got them Teflon guts. <laughs> All right, mom, what's your, what's your go-to school lunch items? Well, the only thing I could think of, they had this thing and it was called like a beetle hat or something. You know, they made up this name for it, but, but really it was bologna, mm-hmm. a scoop of mashed potatoes on top of that, and a slice of cheese that was melted. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Uh, question number two. When y'all go in the kitchen, what's your favorite, bur- what's your go-to burner on the stove? <laughs> the one on the left side at the back. Okay. Dad, do you have a preference? Mine is the back. Huh? I was asking Dad what his stove, pref- his burner preference is. The left side, front and back. Okay. Wow. Completely different from mine. Mine is right front. Really? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Question number three. What's your favorite childhood candy? Squirrel nuts. Ah, them zippers. Man, without a doubt. Oh, my God. Just thinking about it makes my... (laughs) (laughs) So what, what is it that you love so much about the squirrel nut zippers? Everything, the caramel and that nutty stuff that's in there, there's probably, a, it, it may be nuts, but it's probably a, not nuts. But it, it's nutty enough that it make you think it's nuts. Man, the blend of that candy. I even love the wrappers, you know, like that little plastic, like that little uh, wax paper type wrapper that they would wrap them in. Man, yeah, squirrel nuts were everything to me. Okay. How about you, Dad? I had two, one called Sugar Daddy and another one called Payday. You know, I've never had a payday. It's a salty, sweet taste. You ought to try one. All right. Look for one in your stocking. And we could do a snack review. (laughs) Hey, let's go. Yeah, I'm out there. See what it's talking about. (laughs) See, there you go. (laughs) Well played. Man, it's been a long time since I had a, a sugar daddy, though. I used to tear them things up in elementary school. Let's see. Question number four. What's your guys' favorite Christmas memory? 
for me, it was always my grandmother coming home from New York because she worked in New York as a live-in maid for a Jewish family. And so she really only got to be off at, at Christmas time. And now that I think about it, they're Jewish. So they're celebrating Hanukkah. They don't care nothing about Christmas, yeah. you know, so she would come and she would spend two weeks. Um, and she came on the train. Um, and it was interesting because, you know, traveling as, um, a black woman alone in the fifties, sixties, um, she clearly packed knowing that she would have limited access to like snacks and stuff. Like she had an overnight bag that instead of having makeup and stuff in it, it had food in it. She'd always have tangerines. She'd always have grapes. She would have, you know, like some type of protein, usually chicken, I think, but always the fruit, um, you know, some candy, but her overnight bag would always have stuff in it. And it was like Christmas didn't start until Mother Margaret got off the train. And once she got off the train, it was like Charlie Brown just started saying, Christmas time is here. <laughs> it, was, it, it was magical. Yeah, how about you, Dad? Well, my family was very small, as you know, so it was just me by myself. My thing was like having oranges and apples. And like my favorite cat pistol was have gun will travel. I would always get that because that was my favorite thing to have. Yeah. So that's what, that's, that's what I remember mostly about Christmas. Okay. The excitement b- before so-called Santa Claus was going to show up, you know, getting up the next morning and like excited, like you're on, mm-hmm. you're on top of the world, you know? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, this, Kind of sort of ties into my next question. What grandparent were you closest to and what do you remember most about them? You go first. Yeah, okay. okay, well, I was closest to my grandmama Queenie because by the time I was born, she'd settled down and she was very sweet, you know, and I could, I could talk to her about anything where, you know, she would, I could talk to her about things that I couldn't talk to my own mother about. Yeah, because my mom was closed minded, but my grandmother would answer certain questions that my mom would not. So it was her. Um, and for me, even though Mother Margaret wasn't near us, I felt um, a connection to her because my mom's mom died when I was really young. I may have been five or six and her daddy was such a tyrant that, you know, I didn't care about really being close to him. And because my mom didn't have a good relationship with him, um, I wasn't that, you know, she didn't foster a relationship wanting us to have a relationship with him. So mother Margaret was, was the person, the grandparent, you know, she always um, smelled really good. And I would love sitting in the room, watching her put Noxzema on her face. She was a big Noxzema person, you know, <laughs> um, Gina Tay, Noxzema, uh, what is that other perfume that she used to wear all the time? But, you know, she was just a glamorous person. And I always loved, you know, when she would be home because I could just watch her glam up. And um, and I find that a lot of uh, my ways now uh, makes me think about her. A lot of things that I do now, I know came from her, from hanging out with her. Nice. Good answers. Good answers. Uh, next question. What's your first mu- first musical memory? Daddy singing. 
you know, um, daddy singing, but also there was always music in our house. I mean, you know how my mama left the radio on on the porch when nobody wasn't even out there. She had a radio playing all the time. There was always a radio playing. And if we were sitting at the table, daddy would ask, okay, who's that composer? Like, whose song is that? You know, and, you know, they'd be listening to things like Count Basie, you know, Benny Goodman, um, Lionel Hamilton, you know, orchestras, you know, and daddy would always, he would quiz us like, who's that? Do you know that song? You know, it was like, name that tune. And so, um, so, so daddy singing and, you know, and this really, um, using the radio as a way to educate us about music outside of gospel and other genres. How about you, Dad? Well, you know, me as a child, I always loved music, so I always tried to play it on the guitar. Even the toy ones, you know, before I got to the real stuff. And my favorite artist was like James Brown and Sign of Family Stone. Um, I gravitate towards the people that, that sang and played their own music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the first thing I can really re- remember paying close attention to was James Brown. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll 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 answer this question too. So my first musical memory was, gosh, I might have been I was probably four four years old, and this one I guess on Saturday mornings, you know, we would all have breakfast before we went to do our, our house cleaning chores, and I remember sitting at the table. And mom, you just poured the orange juice. And I think dad, you were just got the, um, you was making pancakes and you put the pancakes on my plate and you put it down. And I remember mom went and put through on the Sesame street gold album. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's my first musical memory. Uh, next question. (laughs) Next question. I hop a waffle house. Oh, I hop. Waffle House for me, but I will do I hop. So what is it that you, mom, so mom, what is it that you prefer that makes you prefer I hop over Waffle House? The ambiance, <laughs> the, the food, <laughs> the variety of food. Uh, yeah. All of the above. Check, 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 check. Okay. And dad, how about you? What what makes you choose Waffle House over IHOP? I like the way the waffle tastes, the the you know, the viscosity of the, the bread. Yeah. So you know, and IHOP is great because their variety is different, but I don't have to have a huge variety of if, if there's one thing, one particular thing that I like, I will go to that. Every time. Yes. But not every time, because I will go to the IHOP with you and I will enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And 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 she, in turn, would go to the to the Waffle House with me. But I know that's not her favorite place to go. She's just right. doing that to you know to please me. Get a free breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I say, free, I will, is my, free is my favorite flavor. <laughs> yeah, I, I will go. I will go to IHOP in a minute. Okay, speaking of and kind of sort of tying into that, next question. This one was provided by Melissa. What's your favorite guilty snack? Hmm. 
Mm. Oh my. <laughs> Probably chocolate covered mint flavored Oreos. Good call. Real good call. For me, I guess sweet. I like it, but it doesn't like me. <laughs> Fair enough. And and cashews. I love them. Oh, oh, most definitely. I got my cashew, I got my cashew uh addiction from you. <laughs> I remember you gave me my first handful of cashews when I was a kid, and it was on ever since. Really? Yeah, I'm I was just like itching, like, can I can I have some more, please? <laughs> uh next question. Do you remember the first movie that you went to the theater to see? Yes. My dad took us to see To Kill a Mockingbird at a segregated theater in Somerville. We had to go up in the balcony. Um you know, because then black audiences sat in the balcony and the white audience sat down on the main floor. Um, but he took us to see that movie. And I really don't know why. Uh, I, I guess, you know, now because it's such a classic now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what made him take us, but that was the first movie that I went to. I remember seeing that one and, uh, we watched that in fifth grade. Yep. Mine was Bye Bye Birdie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was like um, it a, a wannabe guitarist, you know, and he was a star and us, they would show him with his motorcycle in the room with the signal light flashing and um, got my first cousin by the name of Stanley Mazik. I was 16 years old, <clears throat> my first trip to New York, and he took me to a movie, and he said, Ronnie, I'm sorry this movie sucked, but I wanted to take you to a movie. <laughs> so that's what I that's what I really remember. Mm -hmm. Him okay. apologizing because the movie wasn't that great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, second to last question. What advice would you give 18-year-old you? Mm. Be a better m money manager, because in the because in the in the future, it'll really help you with everything. You know, as far as like planning, doing financial planning. You know, prepare for tomorrow well before tomorrow comes, even if it's just you know as in small increments. How about you, Dad? I would say with an 18 year old teenager. If you were 18, what would you If tell I were 18. Your 18 year old yeah. self, what would you tell your 18 year old self? To go to college. That's what I would tell my 18 year old self. Okay. 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 I, I did the trade, but I would have, I would have done it different. Yeah. And then the last question. What was the last thing that really made you laugh? 
<laughs> I don't know if I can say that on on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Friday after next. Yep. Yeah, you. I love that. That's one of your favorite movies. That's it's Nikki's fault. <laughs> Because <laughs> Nikki was the one, he's like, Miss Foxworth, you never watched it? Man, Miss Foxworth, you gotta watch it. Miss Foxworth, you gotta watch it. Like, he badgered me to watch that sh- that movie for weeks. And then when I finally watched it, I said, well, I can't talk to him about what I saw, because this was really <laughs> raw. You, yeah. know? you know? I never, but I was cracking up. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And every time I watch it, even though now I know the lines and everything, if I want to laugh, that's what I turn on. Good choice. Like line that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Dad? This is going to be a re- weird one because I get a kick out of watching her laugh at watching the movie. I don't care that much about it, but because she enjoyed it so much, I get a kick out of her just laughing about these punchlines that they they say because I kind of know some some of the lines myself. <laughs> what about you? What kind of what you I'm just saying that um, I don't laugh that much, you know. You do too. <laughs> Not that much. You do. <laughs> Only on my my own stuff. But he anyway. he laughs if he sees somebody falling down. That's automatic. He gets that from Mama, and yes. I got that, and I got yes. that from Dad. <laughs> yes, I mean it's like there's no control. It just boop. Yep. It's like one of them um, turn the wheel things and they pop out. Yep. Yeah. If you go down, he's going to start laughing. I guess I guess watching reels of people, you know, falling down or flipping over something like that, that makes me laugh. I'll yeah, tell you what else. What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's here's the new. Oh, I probably can't tell them that either. The new <laughs> thing that makes him laugh is looking at Instagram reels of people um, dancing in church. And now somebody will put like a cover, uh, like a, a song over the top of it that you know is not what they were listening to, but it matches with the foot movement. <laughs> oh my goodness. He totally, I mean, like he will kind of be like, look, you got to look at this. And he is cracking up. He is cracking up. He's like, wait, wait, watch that guy over there. Like he's, he has already looked at all of the different perspectives and he will say, Watch, that guy's going to put his guitar down. That guy's putting his baby down. You know, he tells you everything that's about to happen. He gets into that stuff and it knocks him out. (laughs) Oh, that's good right there. That's good stuff. So thank you all so much for being willing participants for this uh, multiple questions segment. Uh, Do you all have any last words? I'm, I'm actually good. Keep right. laughing. Find something to laugh because laughter is a good medicine. That's yes, the that's is. my last word. Yes, it is. And thank you for listening, downloading. I concur. Go ahead. I said I concur with what she said. And I third that. <laughs> so make keep make sure you y'all like, download, and subscribe to since we last spoke with Danny Foxworth. Go to my YouTube page. You can subscribe to my channel. It's at Danny Foxworth 843. You can find all the video versions of all my podcast episodes, including this one and my other baseball podcasts at The Plate with Danny Foxworth. And for my parents and myself, this has been another episode of Since We Last Spoken. Until next time, y'all be good. Peace. 